whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Welcome back to another episode of the Women in Gridiron show. This week, I have a special guest, Riley from the Curtain Saints. How are you, my friend? I am brilliant. Thank you for having me. Pleasure, pleasure. And as always, I've got the lovely Marie and the amazing Lou Divine. How are you guys going this weekend? Yeah, really good. good. Really resting up, but overall, very good. Thank you. Perfect. I mean... It's been a big week across the country for football uh, over in GW. We've had games this weekend. Marie, talk to us a little bit about your game. Yeah, well, it was interesting going into that game with what we were calling 12 and a half players because we had a kicker with a broken wrist who only went in to kick. And <laughs> when I looked across at our opposition and saw 20 some players, I was like, oh, here we go. But I have to say, to their credit, just like Lou said, when it was us against the Vipers, she was hoping that they had used their depth chart. And I have to say that the Wolverines really did use their depth chart. I saw girls I hadn't seen before. I knew that there was ones that were new. And I know that their socials said that it was an easy win, but they never replaced their quarterback for some reason. But we um, we learned a lot. There was a few really interesting plays that I think people who play the Wolverines are going to go, what the hell was that on? And um, yeah, some beautiful passes by Lou. I stuffed up on a major tackle and she got past me and I was like, oh, damn it. Um, but there was still like a good vibe and it was friendly. Um, interesting, some of the times that we got them to jump off sides but then most of the time we were false starting as well so that was a bit fun to do um but no it was a I think it was a good game it was interesting that um the coach and the players were still into it all the way to the fourth quarter I have to be honest and say that I personally was happy after halftime when it went to running game clock because we were dying and that was like that was like the one time I tried to do a triathlon and the other time when I tried to do a half marathon and I, I just was struggling, but I, my teammates were freaking amazing. Those Valkyries girls, like, I don't think I ever gave them credit until I've played with them that even though they get beat up, I mean, Caitlin was beat to a pulp. Our quarterback was killed (laughs) several times and everybody just jumped up because there was no replacing them. So I have to say that that spirit, that warrior spirit was amazing to observe and to be a little tiny part of it was an honor for me. Oh, bless. Love that warrior spirit. Lou, obviously sounds like you had a ripper of a game as always. Any, any outstanding moments you'd like to touch on? Uh, I just want to actually mention the Valkyries um, quarterback. So they're number one. Murray, what's her name? Uh, The quarterback is Tash. Tash, seriously, she played both ways. I don't actually think she had a break all game. Um, That if if you want to if you want to see someone playing with heart, it was one hundred percent her. Like, just she 
she would get up after being absolutely smashed or she'd maybe lie there, try and catch her breath for a little bit. She'd get up and she'd get up with a smile on her face or she'd jump up or um, when someone else was down or something happened, oh, good play, great throw, good tackle. Um, She chased me down. I mean, I'm not as fast as what I used to be, but she still had to run fast because she was on the other side of the field. And to get me, she horse collared me, but um, (laughs) I was, I think she horse collared me at one yard, but she was the other side of the field and chased me down. Like that's how much grit that she actually has. And then for her to then go and play on offense after being on defense and her actually taking the kicks on kick return, um, just our whole team, like our whole team actually said they're number one, like you have to give her credit. She did not stop. She did not give up. So I just wanted to do a massive shout out because by far she was, she had to have been your MVP because she just, yeah, she, it was just, it was amazing. It was amazing to see that she just never gave up. She kept on going and it was all with a smile on her face as well. And yeah, I was thinking, that, what are you doing? And she, um, she felt so bad about that um, foul because she was like, <laughs> my hand slipped. I was so desperate. Yeah. And, it pro- and to be honest, it was probably the only way as well with just where we were at and momentum and things like that so it was probably the only thing that she could do um but that's okay um look our our game film so our film review's already been put up and um there's a lot to work on um there was a lot of a lot of one percenters and we've spoken about one percenters before in um in our game and especially when it's coming into finals as well um offsides false starts missed blocks blocking in the back not catching the ball um outside contain so there's a lot of stuff that we personally as a team weren't actually happy with um but we'll look at that film review review and then we'll take it back to training and try and neaten those things up um but like marie said we a lot of girls got out um on there and that's what we wanted to do and I mean, we actually had a few girls out and a few got small injuries as well, just life. But yeah, we got a lot of girls then got game time that may not get as much with other games. So it was actually really great to see. And one of our girls, Jess, she got on to, um, yeah, she's now got onto stats and every time she sees the stats, her name's not on there. So she's going to be so stoked when she sees it with the assist and Tara finally got her pick that she's been wanting for ages. Um, so yeah, but definitely still a lot, a lot to work on as well. Um, Valkyrie stopped us in a series and I was really mad about that. Um, so we need to look at that and why we didn't actually score. Um, we had to put one of our linemen as our um, running back too, and then she didn't manage to get any of the two points. I think our line had the block and then just released and let go. So then D-line actually ended up coming in and closing in on the gap, and we can't do that against other teams, especially if the finals comes down to two points as well. So we have a lot that we want to actually work on too from that game, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. I think that's really interesting. And I, and you're right. We have touched on it before is those one percenters. And, and I think that something that's so underrated is perfecting that two point play, 
you know, because at any point, any game can come down to two points, you know, and if you don't have a solid go-to for that two-point conversion, uh, you know, there's not many teams that kick field goals. Uh, there was, we, we've had a couple of seasons where there's been some field goals being hit uh, and point afters, but that two points is crucial. And it's definitely something you need to work out. I'm so keen to get into uh, your perspective of this game versus the Vipers. So let's roll into our very first segment for tonight, The Breakdown. It's do or die. One game. Got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Um, not everything went to plan at all. Uh, and they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Riley, talk to me about this Vipers game coming up for you guys. What are the implications, first of all? How do you think you're going to go and any trouble points that need to be uh, looking out for? Yeah, look, it's going to be an interesting game. Um, For those that don't know me, I'm very passionate about my girls. So heading into this game, there is nothing that we, you know, we're heading in for this win. There's there's no doubts about it. This is what we've got on our mind. This is what we've been preparing for. Whenever we come up against the Vipers, we, this, I always feel that the score never reflects the game at all. There's been so many times that we have either dominated a play and we just haven't capitalised on that final drive to score. Um, and it's one of our biggest downfalls. You know, we have an incredible quarterback, Sally, which I know you guys have mentioned numerous times. She is phenomenal. Um, and we've got some incredibly fast receivers, but it's about capitalising on those opportunities that we get, and sometimes we just don't do it. Um, so that's something that we really need to to be focusing on against the Vipers. Um and I think because with them, they haven't really probably come up against another team that is like us and it is quite throw heavy and, and that's what we're good at. We have improved on our run game. We have implemented some split backs, um, you know, with Casey, obviously her being, you know, um, playing on the Australian team as running back, you know, we give her the kind of the option and be like, Casey, what do you want to do? Do you want to be running back today? Do you want to be receiving? You know, we want her to enjoy herself as well. And we don't want her to think that, you know, that I'm stuck at running back. If she wants to go and catch the ball, she go catch the ball. She does, she, you know, let's use our to our advantage. So we've implemented a split back with her and myself, which has been so much fun. Um, between the two of us, we kind of jump around and be like, well, do you want to go in for this play? Do you want to go in for this play? Whichever kind of play it is, we're like, oh, we like this one. Then you go for the run or I'll, I'll stick here. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Vipers respond to us going into split back and using Casey quite a lot in the backfield compared to previous seasons where we haven't used her in the backfield. Um, but our receivers, again, yeah, they're super fast. So I'm excited to see, you know, them hopefully be capitalising on those throws, getting those tutties that they they can do. Um, we've had a couple of the Jets girls come across and join us. I would have liked to have seen more, um, but they went elsewhere, which is fine. Uh, but, you know, to implement with having them on the side as well, um, getting them in, um, using our plays and whatnot, and they're definitely going to be having some some good games with us. So I'm excited to see what they bring. Um, it's just going to be a, a just a hard hitting game. It always is. Um, and I think for us, we need to stop the run game. And already this week at training, we've been, you know, practicing those low tackles. 
and and that's what our, our default is is a lot of the time we're going for those high tackles and we say it every season we say it every game so that's something that we mm-hmm. focus on massively um the last few trainings was hitting those those tackles nice and low because that's how we're going to stop them in that run game you take their legs they can't go anywhere so that's what we need to be doing but i'm excited it's going to be good um the girls will be going in 100 percent we're down unfortunately a few players um but you know we we just keep doing what we do so you know what i love i love the fact that uh you know every game every season every play is go low tackle low tackle, and it sounds yeah. so simple it sounds so simple and for someone who's on the defensive side of the ball it is going through my head so many times a game and for some reason i think and i think it's like i think it's a female psychology situation like it, it has to be there's the there has to be a reason why it's so hard for women to tackle low. It's across the board. It's not just certain teams. It's across the country. Uh, so I think I think someone needs to do some research into this because it sounds so <laughs> simple and it needs to be done, uh, and yet we still can't manage to to get there half the time. Uh, I'm just looking at your schedule, and you guys yeah. play the Vipers this weekend coming, and then back. So you're playing them back to back. Yeah, but I think we have a bye. So I think we go Vipers, bye, Vipers. But yeah, essentially back-to-back games, um, which it, it kind of sucks. It would have been nice to obviously play them and then have a few weeks and then play them again. But yeah, I don't I don't know how the fixes have been on this season and why, but it is what it is. We, we want to play. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of the first game and then what we then need to work on with the second one. So we'll probably, knowing us, we'll probably be a little bit cheeky. We won't... Uh, put all of our trick players out there. Um, so we've got some say for the next one. Um, I'm not sure who it was, but a few years back we got called the team that was Wiley and I think we still live up to that name. We've got some, some I like to call them sexy plays, uh, that we'll be looking forward to putting out there and doing. And, um, yeah, I definitely think that we're a team that, uh, yeah, we're a bit unpredictable at times, which is fun. You love being that though. I mean, whenever you don't know what to expect is always putting the person who's on the other side on the upper hand. So I enjoy that, uh, that mentality and that vibe a lot. Marie, what's your thoughts about this game? Uh, seeing that they haven't played each other, you know, until this point, looking at the fact that they did go down to the, to lose team in the Wolverines. They've had some uh, interesting games against the Valkyries. They've got up against the Broncos this season. In terms of how this is going to look uh, for the Saints, they're going to go Vipers, Vipers, Wolverines again. Do they need to get a win within these three weeks to kind of get keep that momentum rolling into playoffs? Or do you think that even if they don't happen to get a win against the Vipers, that the contest against the Wolverines could be of a higher quality than last time? I mean, it's just it's just an interesting way to finish out a season. Yeah, it definitely is a big, big challenge. But if anyone can do it, it's the Saints. They'll be up for it no matter what. And no matter how many players they have, they will, again, they're like all of us smaller teams. They play with heart. They don't quit. You have to be bleeding out your eyeballs before you get taken off the field. Um, and the Vipers the Vipers are going to come regardless of who the competition is. I think it, this game just depends on which team shows up on the sideline. Is it the team that showed up against the Valkyries that looked like an army? Or is it the team that they've played with previously, the two games that they played before us, where, you know, their numbers were similar? Um, 
the advantage to having all those on the bench is that you can rotate players in and out. And I think with, like uh, Riley said, with them being the Wiley Saints, having that advantage of having a look at what they're doing, having uh, time to contemplate and then making some changes accordingly will um, advantage the Vipers. Um, they also haven't really utilized their new Jets quarterback, Flick, much. I think the plan is to start the first quarter with their bash and smash run game, which they did against us for the whole first half, and then learn that that only got them half a game against a team like the Valkyries and they didn't get the chance to utilize flick. So I'm hoping that this week they'll get a chance to put her in and try some different plays and, you know, maybe they'll turn out to be the wily ones. I don't know, but in, in any case, this end of the season for both of those teams is going to be killer. And, you know, the Wolverines won't have an easy go as well. I think what it's leading up to is an amazing, amazing playoff series and an amazing West Bowl final. It's going to be freaking amazing. No matter who's in it, it's going to be really interesting to watch, I think. So, yeah, that's my take on it. Lou, what's your what's your thoughts of this Vipers Saints? How do you think it's going to go? Well, we obviously know that 22 is their main player for the Vipers. And what Riley was saying is they, they need to get low. So pretty much you need you need to have outside contain. You have to have outside contain um, to stop her from going wide because that's where she wants to go and that's where they do go. Um, you have outside contain, then she cuts in. Um, so then you need those linebackers there as well. And if... They're tackling low. There's no reason why they can't stop her. But it's it's going to be hard. It's tough. She's fast and she's strong and she reads players very well. So she fits into gaps that you don't think people could actually fit into and get through and then she's actually gone. Um so I I also think, though, that the DBs are going to have a tough job too because they need to get off those blocks because that's what 22 is relying on as well. She's relying on the corners, um, well, sorry, her receivers to be blocking um, as well and to be pushing them out. And if the Saints defence can't get off those blocks, then I think 22 will have an easier run. So... If the Saints can do that on defense, if they can get off those blocks, they can keep the outside contained and they're tackling low, it's probably going to be quite a close game and quite quite a good game. And then Sally, if she connects with her receivers and she gets in the air, um, Saints, Saints could do it. Saints definitely have the stronger pass game. Um, Vipers have the stronger run game. But... Now with the two back and you have Riley and Casey back there, um, Casey's phenomenal. She is such a great player. And as running back as well, she's sensational. And Riley has had um, her time off with um, the baby, but now she's back. And um, I know what it's like and you know what it's like um, after having kids. And it's you. everything changes, but the love of the sport doesn't. And I think you're even more passionate about it. And you know that when you're out there, this might be the only time that you actually have to yourself. So you make sure that you give and you put absolutely everything out there because when you go home, you play mum again um, and then it's the feeding and everything like that. So it's, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I think um, it might actually come down to a pa- to passing and 
um, Saints do have that that stronger passing game. So could it could it be that it's maybe one touchdown in it and it's a touch a deep ball from Sally that actually gets it because it's going to be touchdown for touchdown if the Saints defense can hold them off. In terms of the the Vipers quarterback, uh, that's Xanthi, right? Like in terms of the comparison between Sally and Xanthi, Sally's obviously, uh, you know, going away for Outback has done marvelous things for her football IQ, for her technique, all the things. And it seems like she's just come, uh, you know, above and beyond when it comes to recognition from everyone all, all across the league. But in comparison to Xanthi, who's got, uh, you know, a, just a different way of playing the position, what does that add to the Vipers in terms of you say that, uh, you know, that it's run game heavy with the Vipers and that's what they're known for, smash mouth football, all that sort of stuff. What role does Xanthi play in that whole offense? She's definitely a quarterback keep. Uh, and when you've got that lead block from 22 as well, um, it's just, it's like another running back. Um, she's just fast, probably faster and more mobile than maybe what, other running backs are. I think I'm frozen, so I might just wait. No, you're good for once. Oh, I'm good. good. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's almost as if she kind of plays another, that other running back role. Um, and she can hit too, and she can hit just as hard as anyone else. So you're looking at probably a two-back situation there, but Xanthi's just in at quarterback. I think what the Vipers need to do and what it would be really nice to see is Xanthi um, to start passing the ball a little bit more as well and try and open their game up that way as well. Um, But she can run and 22 can run as well. So when you put them together, like they're they're a great team. They are a great combo and it's hard to stop them. So I think they're probably going to use that a lot as well. And Xanthi's fit. She's very, very fit. So she can play both ways. Um, But when she needs to do a lot on both sides, and same with all the Vipers, when they need to do a lot, you can start to see that they're getting tired as well, like any team would. And that's where I think we got momentum shifted to us when we played them. But like Riley's saying, you need to capitalise. And we didn't capitalise on that momentum. So I think when they see them getting tired, especially when um, 22 and Xanthi are playing both ways, you need to make sure that you're getting the yards and that you're scoring because you know that they then have to come back onto offence. And realistically, um, unless all of a sudden they have a pass-heavy game now, uh, it's going to be the two of them that are running it. So I think you need to, oh, Marie's saying no. So she obviously knows something that we don't know about it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think they're def- – and they've always – well, majority has been a um, a run. But, yeah, I think Xanthi and um, 22, you're going to have to try and stop them um, and push them back. Um, I think we're forgetting about the Jets – player who went to the Vipers as a quarterback and who is a very good quarterback and is also versatile and that's Flick and Flick um, is good in the air can throw long passes can throw short passes can do quarterback keeps and I think that the combination and the being able to swap off between those two styles of quarterbacks could elevate those Vipers to the next level even so that's all I was shaking my head about was that Ah. um, not just a Xanthi versus Sally 
um, showdown anymore. I thought you were talking that um, Flick went to the Saints and you were talking about Sally and Flick switching. Right. So Flick went to the Vipers. Gotcha. Correct. Okay. Correct. So give them right. a little so bit of so then they might have that um they might have that pass game now. Yeah. Um but we actually haven't we haven't seen much of a pass game from them. So we don't really know what's actually gonna happen there. So that's quite interesting as well, if that comes out against the Saints. It's gonna yeah, I think this I've... is gonna be an interesting one for sure. Definitely. I think uh I think you know, it, it always happens when a team's very much known for their run game, when they get that injection of that pass, it just it kind of strikes fear into the heart of defenses because all of a sudden you go from just having to stop two players to potentially having to stop four. So I think that if Flick has fitted in well with the Vipers outfit, then this could be a, a very different game than what we're even talking about right now. But let's get some score predictions. Uh, Riley, I'm going to start with you. What's your, what's the score prediction for this one? Uh, yeah, I want to know. Are you you're banking banking on it? You're on mute. There you go. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Cool. Um, obviously, I'm banking on science 100%. Wouldn't, wouldn't doubt us for a minute. Uh, I reckon we're going to go, let's go 24-18 to us. Oh, nice and tight. I like it. And uh, what's the game-winning uh, moment going to be? Oh, I reckon it's going to be, I mean, predictions would be Casey, but I don't know. I reckon she's going to be lead blocking for me. That's what it's going to be like. Or, or actually, I'm going to say, nah, the two of us lead blocking for Sally. You watch Sally gets these touchdowns this year. Ooh, you see now, I I love. Ch- so we've been talking about manifest manifesting and visualizations and all this sort of stuff within our team, and, and it really has paid off for us. So in asking what the the game winning moment is going to be, it's kind of like you're manifesting that already. So keep on to that. Tell everyone around you that this is what we're manifesting, and you never know what just might happen. Firmly believe in that, but I like that tight scoreline. Marie, are you on the same uh, same vein here? lower end of the score lower score line you think very tight definitely I do think it will be very tight um I think it's going to come down to a conversion and I'm going to say in that case maybe I'll take uh Riley's 24 and do 26 24 vipers oh I like that that's nice that's nice uh Lou round us out with this one I love Saints. I have a soft spot for them. I've known a lot of those girls for ages. But I think just because they haven't played them yet, um, I'm going to go Vipers for this one. And then um, I'll see what what the game's like, how it went. I think it's going to be 26-20. But I think it's going to be locked in the fourth quarter and it's either going to be 22 running nearly a full yard or it might even be an intercept. Interesting. Sally does love her deep balls. She does love them, <laughs> especially when it's tight. So she's got to make sure she hits those receivers. I like Come on, Sally, do it. I like that a lot. And you know what? I'm actually super excited, super excited to do the second edition of this rematch uh, after 
after you guys have, well, the second preview after this game of the second time you play them before the end of the season. <laughs> anyway, it's very confusing, but we will uh, we will keep you guys updated with that. Uh, and we're pretty much run out of time for tonight, you guys. This has been excellent. Riley, thank you so much. Uh, best of luck for this weekend. Hey, give them hell. And, uh, you know, I'm really excited to watch uh, the rest of the teams in GW and this playoff situation because it is starting to look really, really interesting from an outside perspective. Yeah, cheers. Thank you for having us on anytime. And yeah, I reckon our Saints are going to be up there. We'll see. Oh, let's get it. Let's get it. Lots of lots of Saints fans around the traps, I see. Uh, definitely. Laura Marie, thanks very much. As always, you guys are awesome. Uh, we will uh, catch up again next week. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure, pleasure. And everybody else out there, GW, you guys have been excellent uh, with response to our show. We're getting so many downloads coming from the other side of Australia. So thank you so much for downloading, subscribing to our channels, commenting on our socials. We've been getting so much engagement and it's really, really exciting. Uh, the future of the sport is looking better. There is uh, there is talks happening around the country with the new Gridiron Australia CEO. So stay tuned for that information and uh, we will see you guys uh, next week. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.